for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome you to Living Life. Today we're going to be getting into Romans chapter 11. And you know, as we read God's Word, what a wonderful thing it is to just read it from Genesis to Revelation, the entire Bible. I know that our Living Life devotion, this book is a wonderful guide, and it has a wonderful way of reading through the Bible. And my dad had a nice plan. Every year, he would buy a new Bible that was a different translation, and he would read that Bible from cover to cover during the year. And so over time, my dad has read the Bible many, many, many times in different translations. And then as a church where I co-pastor, we're going through the Old Testament right now in two years. And I have to tell you that Boy, as we read the Old Testament, we see that over and over again, the Israelites, boy, they would turn their backs on God. And you wonder, would God just reject his people forever? And we're going to find in Romans chapter 11 that the answer is no, because there is a remnant. There's always going to be those faithful ones who have their attention on God and want to live as he intends. And so this book of the Bible, Romans, and this chapter, 11, is an amazing part of God's holy word. So let's have our Bibles open now. Let's really listen as the scripture is read for us at this time. Romans chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. I ask then, did God reject his people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. Don't you know what scripture says in the passage about Elijah, how he appealed to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and they are trying to kill me. And what was God's answer to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And if by grace, then it cannot be based on works. If it were, grace would no longer be grace. What then? What the people of Israel sought so earnestly, they did not obtain. The elect among them did, but the others were hardened. As it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that could not see and ears that could not hear to this very day. And David says, May their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. May their eyes be darkened so they cannot see, and their backs be bent forever. So the whole book of Romans has now led to this question 
that Paul asked in Romans 11, chapter 1. Has God or did God reject his people? And the answer is no. I mean, of course he hasn't. God is faithful and he has made a covenant with his people. And Paul actually uses himself as an example. I mean, think about Paul. He was one who had a radical change and really came to understand that God had a purpose and plan for him. And he put his faith in Jesus Christ, the living Lord, the one who met him in a dramatic way on the road to Damascus. And so Paul here in Romans 11 says, look, God has not rejected his people. He's, he's come to me. I mean, Paul said, wow, I mean, I am an Israelite. I mean, he said here, what? I am a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. And God met him. And so, no, God has not rejected his people. It's not like they're going to become extinct. God is faithful, and he's always had a remnant, this small group that is not part of the majority who really do have faith in him. And so he used then an example like Elijah. So Paul then mentions this prophet and the prophet at one point in holy history, he thought that he might be the only one who had not bowed his knee to the idols. But God said, oh no, I have got a remnant. I always have I always will. And so in our text, we see like in verse four, God says, I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed their knee to Baal. And I like the way that God makes it clear that it's he's the one. He's the one who's taken the initiative. He's the one who is faithful. I mean, this divine initiative that he would preserve, that he would sustain his people. We have to understand that when it comes to anyone being a part of God's family, of having a life with God, it is because of God's sovereign grace. And then in that verse that I read, it talked about how God had had 7,000 people just I, you know, Elijah, you're not the only one. God's saying, I've had these 7,000 set aside. They're faithful, and they have not bowed their knee to Baal. You know, when we think about this bowing the knee, in our day and age, I know that it's become quite a topic. And I can just say this, as we look to God's word, we know that we're doing right when we bow our knee to the Lord. And I like the way that the scriptures declare that in the end, it'll be very clear that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And there's always been a remnant. That's what the next verse says. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. 
Paul makes it clear God has not set his people aside. He's always moving with his grace. And you and I can experience that grace now. We know that as we come into the family of God, that we do so because God is at work. He's acting in our lives to bring about what, of course, we don't deserve and cannot accomplish on our own. And so Paul in the book of Romans, I mean, he makes it so clear that we're not saved by our works. I mean, we're saved by God's amazing grace. And so this great drama of redemption really just magnifies God's sovereign grace. And it keeps us in our humble place because we don't have room to be arrogant or conceited in thinking that, well, I'm a child of God. No, we know that this is all by grace. And Paul, what an amazing man who brings this amazing book to us so that we can read great theology and how we can apply it into our everyday lives. And right here in chapter 11, he makes it clear, and we're going to see even in the next devotionals as well, that he has his hand on his people. And we know that he has a wonderful plan, and he's working it all out because he is faithful and true to his covenant. And so, as we live out our lives, let's remember that God is faithful, and he showers his amazing grace upon us. And let's remember that to God's glory and our joy. So as we close our Living Life devotional today, and we've begun to look at Romans chapter 11, and just knowing that down through history, the Israelites, sometimes they were wayward or unpredictable in their faith and trust in the Lord. And so the question Paul has to ask, has God rejected his people? And the answer is no. And will he? No. But of course, there has been times, as the scripture tells us, that their eyes they could not see and their ears they just could not hear the good news. But we're so thankful that God does open people's eyes and their ears. And we want to be those, right? We want to know that God is faithful, that his sovereign grace is still at work, and that he is really doing a work in our lives. And so we want to pay attention to him. We want to turn to him, look to him, come to Jesus. I encourage you to do that if you haven't already. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, we do ask that you would open people's eyes so that they might see your great love for them. That, Father, you would open our ears so that we might hear your word proclaimed faithfully and that we would understand the truth and the reality of your amazing sovereign grace. And Father, we ask that you would open our 
hearts so that we might welcome the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you that we indeed can trust him. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen.